1: We head now to Vegas and uh, the Rugby League Mole joins us. Last time I saw you, Moley, on your socials, uh, looked like you were getting mugged by Aaron Woods. Um, how, did you, how did you come through that? You survive?
2: I taught the big fella a lesson, let me tell you. He won't be messing with Molly again.
0: Well, I'll tell you what, Tony, a uh, good way to lead in there, Ricardo, talking about muggings. I see just over the last 24 hours, it seems a couple of your Australian reporters have come out and said one's been held at knife point and one's had three cars roll up on them during late night work. Uh, is that late actual late night work and how dangerous is it, mate?
2: Well, this was in LA and they, they made the mistake of going out late at night and uh, yeah, i I don't think the boys will be doing that again. Uh, LA's a dangerous town. Vegas can be too. Uh, I mean, all the USA, you you take your life in your hands when you walk down the street, don't you? It's just the the way of the world over here. But uh, so far, no shots fired, so...
1: We're doing all right. We're doing all right. Mate, the good thing is that we haven't heard about, uh, you know, there was a few people, a few question marks over whether or not you could trust four teams of NRL players in Vegas, uh, whether or not there'd be uh, any trouble, but no sign so far. I was was talking to Mitch earlier. I was thinking maybe that we should uh, bring something in, Molly. Maybe you can float this uh, with the powers that be, uh, that the MVP for the Vegas round should get, like as a present, a uh, a prize, a pair of golden handcuffs, mate, a bit of jewellery. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I like it well uh, I tell you guys uh, the fear among the officials here is not not the uh the, the four teams playing up, it's the fifty journo's playing up. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to see Peter Volandes, uh bail someone out of the local jail, so uh, we'll just just have to wait and see till Saturday night. What
0: what's the buzz like so far in Vegas? Is is everyone getting around the the NRL? Uh, are the local fans getting involved?
2: I've got to say, guys, the 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 buzz here is is sensational. I, I, I've Been covering this game for longer than I can remember, as you know, and I've never seen anything like it. Everyone knows it's it's something special. The um, the the four teams have have just embraced it. The 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 players are actually talking and smiling to the media, which is you know a rarity. That they know they're part of history, and this is something they'll they'll never get to do again. Um, Obviously, we're coming back next week. But uh, of next year, I should say. But it'll be four different teams, and uh, so for these guys, it, it really is once in a lifetime. And they're they're embracing it. They're uh, they're loving it. And the um, the I've got to say, the Americans don't quite uh, know what's uh, what's going on. they are seeing all these players and uh, journos walking up and down the strip, but uh, they, they're gradually starting to understand that there's. Something happening this weekend. I'm not sure how many Americans will actually turn up. I think 90% of the crowd will be Aussies, but they're, they're looking at about a 40,000 crowd at Allegiant Stadium. And, and uh, you know, the, the atmosphere should be sensational.
1: Yeah, I've got a few American friends, Molly, and I've sent them the video that Russell Crowe narrates explaining the rules of rugby league in about five minutes, which I think is fantastic. Uh, what did you make of that video? It's a great piece of promotion.
2: Yeah, I've got to say I I uh, I liked it. I uh, I know Russell a bit, and uh, uh, something I don't know if you guys know, but you 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 get a, a you know a big name, a personality like him to do something like that, you'd you'd be up for twenty, fifty thousand dollars. He did it for him for nothing, and that sort of shows uh, Russell's passion for the 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 game. Unfortunately, he can't be here. He's shooting a movie, uh, I think, in Budapest. Uh, but, um, you know, his beloved Rabbitohs are playing and you can bet he'll be uh, pausing uh, filming to watch a live feed of the game.
0: Yeah, just talking about the Rabbitohs, obviously they shape up first against the Seagulls. Uh, what's your take, mate? How are the teams lining up?
2: Yeah, well, they're both just about full strength. I'm sitting next to one of the Seagulls coaches here, so I've got to be very careful what I say. He, he assures me they're, uh, they're well prepared and uh, ready to go. Um, yeah, it's a it's a hard one, isn't it? Uh, you know, both both good teams, uh, both had their highs and lows last season. Um, considering where I'm sitting, I'll I'll tip Manly in a close one.
1: <laughs> Mate, over here the TAB have got it at a dollar eighty three. The Rabbit's a dollar ninety two. The Seagulls, so it's a it's it's pretty tight, uh, just a point and a half in the point start market. For me, the really interesting thing is um, Luke Brooks and Daily Cherry Evans, uh, how that that combo works. I mean, for me, that just makes uh, the Seagulls maybe slightly less predictable and uh, gives them another outlet. How, how do you think Brooks and, and, and Cherry Evans will go together?
2: Yeah, well, I was talking to Anthony Seabold uh, yesterday about Lou Brooks, and, and and he's delighted to have him on board. You know, he's it's uh, kind of a, a new beginning for him after a, a 11 years of the poor old Tigers, and... You know, he, he, he struggled because they struggled, you know. He, he just couldn't um, get him out of the rut they are in. But, but this is a, a totally different team. He's got quality players around him. And uh, Seabold's just telling him to, to go out and play his own game, enjoy himself, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what the results are. But he, he, he's a natural talent. Uh, he can run the ball. He's got a great left-footed kick. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it'll take some of the pressure off Cherry Evans, if nothing else, and, and that's got to be a good thing.
0: Yeah, we saw uh, the Panthers go down to Wigan in the World Cup Challenge the other week. Um, it's probably the first signs that the move of Christian Crichton uh, is going to be quite significant to their season. Is this an opportunity for Brisbane to to get their first premiership? And uh, what have you seen in pre-season from the Broncos?
2: Yeah, look, uh, the, the Broncos do have a very good squad, but they've also lost four very good players out of that grand final team. And... and uh, i think i think some people including myself tend to forget that at times because um after they came so close last year i thought gee they'll, they'll probably win it this year but i'm not just saying this because you guys are paying me a fortune to be on kiwi radio but geez i like <laughs> the warriors you know they've they've, they've bought well they, they were so good last year you know if, if i had to pick an, an early front runner uh i'd go the warriors
1: yeah interesting molly what about um the roosters i'm looking at the tab odds here right uh, for me this game is 50 50 but the tab odds are the broncos are buck 57 the roosters 235 both stacked sides what do you make of that market
2: yeah i'm just not sure about the roosters it, it, it's sort of coming to the end of end of an era but Big uh, Jared Wura-Hargrave, it's, it, it's, it's his last year. Um, he's actually not, not playing, but, you know, can he last a full season? Victor Radley, can he go 80 minutes without getting sin-binned? Um, <laughs> James Tedesco, there was a lot of talk about him last year. You know, he passed his best. Daniel Tupo, probably his last year. Uh, and they got three guys, uh, look like they're going to rugby. Um, uh I'm pretty sure Angus Brighton's going next year. Uh, big uh, Joseph, uh, help me out. Manu. Joseph. Manu, yeah, Joey Manu. And uh, Suali. The Suali, yeah, yeah. So they're losing those three. So it's sort of now or never for the Roosters. And uh, I, I just wonder if, if, if they're up to it. Um, but the Broncos, you know, there's got to be mind games going on there after losing the unlosable grand final and how and they come out will be be really interesting. You know, if, if it's close in the last 20 minutes, they might get the wobbles.
1: Mate, if there's anybody that's going to have oil on this, it'll be you because you always seem to to, uh, to find out the dirt. But Angus Crichton's not in the 17 for this weekend. Do you know why?
2: Yeah, I actually wrote a piece about it the other day. I, I, I think because the Roosters know he's going to rugby. Uh, he didn't have the best of years last year, if you remember he had those mental health problems at the start of the season and then didn't quite kick on I know uh, Trent Robinson's a big fan of uh, Sia Wong who's put in the the starting lineup. so you you just kind of put all those factors together and I I think they've said to Crichton, uh, even though he's a New South Wales rep, he's an Australian rep, he's played grand finals they've said to him, you've got to earn a spot in this team, so they've They've really thrown down the gauntlet to him. And uh, he, he might still sneak a spot on the bench. You know, you, you can you can massage your final 17 until the, the day before the game. So there could be a, a late change. You never know. Uh, again, it might be a little bit of mind games by uh, Trent Robinson. Uh, we'll have to wait and see for the next couple of days
1: yeah we will mate uh now you are good mate uh Nick Politis. uh he's he's a big fan of the old uh, salary sombrero um but uh, from what you've been saying he's going to have an even bigger sombrero to play with at the end of this season uh what do you think he will do
2: oh there's no doubt the the, the roosters won't uh, keep the money in the bank <laughs> they'll uh, they'll go out there and spend and uh, it's it's just a question of, of where where they spend the money the 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 halves uh, I think Luke Luke here, he's still got a couple of years in him even though he's mid thirties Sammy Walker they've they've decided he's the future even though he's a bit hot cold at times so um, you know it won't be a, a big name half I think they'll definitely strengthen the forwards with uh, big uh, Ger- Jared warrior are going uh, and they need to find a new centre with Joey Marner going and. Maybe uh, looking long term, they need a fullback. with James Tedesco going? So, um, yeah, they'll uh, they'll they'll be in the marketplace. So, if nothing else, they'll, they'll certainly inflate the marketplace over the next few months as as players. Um, Start thinking about
1: next year. Yeah, all right. Start the rumour now, Reese Walsh. What Reese Walsh are the Roosters? Uh, I can, I can, I can see it already, Molly. Hey, um, uh, on that, then you know, there's there's a few things that they need to to change. You talked about props. Seems to be a bit of a dearth of really good big men in the game at the moment. You've seen how much Aden Fanua Blake's gone for, and I think the Warriors are struggling to replace him. Um, Braden Hamlin Ueli has re-signed with the, with the Sharkies for another couple of years, but you know, it really does look like there's a, a lack of really good props coming through the game at the moment and a lack of options for clubs.
2: Yeah, there is for sure and I know there's plenty of clubs looking for front rowers so um you know uh, it, it's a question of finding a, a, a good young islander front rower and maybe in, investing in him and and hoping he develops as um you know Aiden Fanua Blake did over the years at the start of his career he, he was just an average player now. You know he's as good as any front rower going around. Uh, uh, even going back, uh, big Jared. You know he was uh, just just running around with the rest of them. Um, his first couple of years, remember he started at Manly. Uh, the the Roosters saw something in him, and a couple of years later, he he was a good player. So front rows, of course, the thing is that the. They they don't really hit their peak in their early 20s. It's more their late 20s uh, through the school of hard knocks. So uh, it's a long-term investment, front rowers, that's for sure. Do you reckon,
1: I, I, I've got this feeling that maybe letting Sam Verrills go was a mistake by the Roosters, because uh, for me, Brandon Smith looks more like a middle forward, you know, maybe a 13 rather than a hooker. He doesn't quite have that zip out of dummy half to put teams on the back foot. What, what do you think? You, can you see him being converted to a, a 13 and, and them actually bringing somebody like, uh, like a Reed Marnie uh, type player and, and a hooker?
2: Well, I guess it depends very much on how he goes this year. Let, let Let's be honest about it, uh, and you touched on it, he did not have a good year last year. He he started slowly, and he broke his thumb. Uh, he, he did play better when the Roosters won that, I think it was eight in a row to, to charge into the finals, but he certainly didn't show his Melbourne form at the Roosters last year, but then you look down the years a lot of players who leave Melbourne they're not quite the same which i think says something about Craig Bellamy more than anything else but uh, yeah, it's a good point i I, I think they'll they'll analyze him this year and uh, if he struggles they'll uh, they'll definitely uh, invest in a, in a natural hooker and he, he's more a, a running hooker than a, a smart dummy half so uh, yeah It'll definitely be interesting the the next few months, how he goes. Yeah,
1: good stuff, Molly. Appreciate your time, mate. We'll let you get back to it uh, and enjoy the game this weekend, eh?
2: Thanks, guys. There's a roulette table with my name on it, so I better get back there,
1: mate. Everything on black. Everything on black. You know how it is. Uh, there you go, Tony Adams, the rugby league mole, are with us. Uh, if you like Molly's prediction, Manly Seagulls and Brisbane Broncos both win head to head. Manly paying a dollar ninety two, Brisbane paying a dollar fifty seven. Multi those up, it's paying three dollars and one. You like that, Mitch? As a Seagulls fan, I'm, I'm yeah, assuming do. you do. <laughs> I
0: do. Um, and they've reshuffled around. Um, they've got Jackson Paulo now as well, the mm. Seagulls this year. Um, ben Travojevic looks like he's going to come of age. He's starting in the second row. So you've got the three Travojevic brothers playing um, in the starting lineup. So it could be an exciting year. You touched on Brooks. Um, That'll be fascinating to see how how that works. And Daily Cherry Evans seems to just be getting better and better um, as he gets older in terms of his game management. So that's going to take a lot of pressure off Luke Brooks. So looking for good things from him.